0: Welcome to Build With Rob. I am Rob Deerdeck. You know me. I'm the founder and CEO of The Deerdeck Machine. You know what The Deerdeck Machine does. We systematically fuse art, science, and magic to manufacture amazing. Uh, we are a business that creates businesses, and we build businesses with amazing people. We like to call them do dyers And today, we have two beautiful, amazing young ladies who are our latest doer dyers that we are building a company with. Could you please introduce yourselves to this world that is built With Rob and the listeners of this podcast?
1: Hi, I'm Devin McGee and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Dion Libra. Hmm. What's up? I'm Britt Kirkling, and I am co-founder and COO
2: of Dion Libra.
0: And for the world, if you could just explain to them what Dion Libra is. Uh, what it stands for and what it's going to do to change the world uh, quickly so that they have an idea of the business that we are in together.
1: Cool. Um, Dion Libra was my dad's middle name, Dion, and Libra was his zodiac sign. And we are a beauty brand formulated to help the body manage stress.
0: Mm-hmm. It's tight. Look, Britt was tight. Man, I felt like Britt was about to do a fall. You got another side of it? You got another?
2: No, I. Um, we launched in parts and so the first part was editorial um and so i also am part of the editorial team um, and i like to say that we are an adaptogenic beauty and wellness brand um and we are creating products from the inside out uh
0: what does it feel like to 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 be out in la and end up on a podcast and end up at a foundation party and this entire thing out of nowhere
1: oh mm, weird but like good weird it's <laughs> just like out of my comfort zone but like Last night wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. You had a little anxiety about oh, what it would yeah. feel like. Okay. Now was you- a lot of people. I was like, bitch, I don't people asking me questions. Am yeah. I being friendly enough? Am I engaging enough? And then I got there. I was like, oh, this is nothing.
0: Exactly oh, yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh, well, no, everybody's kind of mellow and it's just like, whatever. right?" Because right? think about it, right? Like we are now partners uh, in this amazing company that you guys have created together. And we'll kind of get into like the genesis of how that happened but we did it over, zoom.
1: over mm-hmm. zoom, you
0: know what I mean? And we never even had a chance to like meet in person or connect. Like, you know, we had to build our connection yeah. over zoom, yeah. you know? And, and for me, you know, and it's super personal for me in the way that I approach building companies and why it's like, I'll oh, build together bound forever. And it's like, I want, I want it to be meaningful, a good or bad, you know, and it's like I wanna do it with people that I connect with and wanna build with and wanna be on Zooms with and wanna go through the fire with and all of that. And so in in normal cases, that's pretty difficult over Zoom. You know, but for me, I feel like the very first Zoom, um, I was like, I wanna I wanna build with these so, guys forever. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I instantly connected with with both of you all the way to babs, bab, bab. you know like even, <laughs> even like even like um your communication what it was because you know ultimately you know we 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 get so many different pitches and so many different opportunities all the time and and even having a brand developed is a little bit late for us but as long as it's never brought to market and it's a really early stage and like we can really help be a part of like forming the foundation and really uh bring it alive because i i personally can't get excited unless it's someone that i i want to go and build with and have fun on the journey and it's zero Absolutely, You know, cause I want every like, through line to everything we did to be like all the companies we've created and been a part of to be at zero because it's the scariest, yep. right? And it's the, everybody who's ever done anything great, built any company that's amazing has always started at zero, you know? And so, you know, I want to do that over and over again, but the way that the, you guys had presented it and built it, it started first with the deck for me. Cause there's a, um, a, a venture, uh, fund out here called Slauson and co, mm-hmm. uh, is who actually, we basically said to them, Hey, if you ever get something that's too early for you that you think has potential, send it our way. Right. Cause then that, because we wanted at that super early stage and it was, you know, for me, you know, the way that you develop the brand, the, the way that it felt. The way that the product looked, the way that the story felt, the way that it was—it so was—it instantly felt. So I'm like, oh, how could this be? Or is this early stage? Because this already feels so refined, right? And so that's what really drew me in to be like, oh, let's let's talk to them. Then when I go and see the website and be like, man, okay, they're already building content they're already you know creating the voice and building the identity of what they're standing for in their own voice on their own platform the is where I'm like okay this is really getting special and again when I when I and I'll say this that took me over the top Was the design of the bottle with the round top and the round (laughs) dot in the eye. Like literally like I'm like, because to me, great branding and extraordinary brand connection and true elevated, amazing product is a nuance and it all lived in there. And so it was like, but who were you guys? You know what I mean? So it's like on that first phone call, it's Zoom. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know. And then like, and then as like, you know, Brits level and and smooth operators bringing it down the line. Devs hitting you with the with the zingers and hitting you with the. That's just the way it is. This is what it is, and this you know trying to like. <laughs> Like ready to, wants to say fuck here and there is holding the fuck back till I, I give a green <laughs> light for, and then one yeah. rips off, there it goes. Yeah. Like it, 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 but again, in instantly I'm like, man, I, I felt like I was meant to partner with you guys from the very guest. you know what I mean? That and, is
1: mutual. you know,
0: and, and I think it, it was reinforced of how excited I was to just actually meet you guys for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like you guys, like before the party and having you guys come through and like being able to just like hug each of you to basically was like the start of the journey for me yesterday. You know what I mean? So uh, and it was it was everything who you are in real life and as people is 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 everything. And more that I had even envisioned from our, our relationship over Zoom over that we built. You know what I mean? It's almost like if like we were dating and like we had a long distance relationship and you guys were from Europe and I was from Ohio still. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, In that great first moment. Now, of course, um, we got into a speed hole tournament. And me and Britt ended up in the bracket against each other. And,
1: Badass.
0: And, and, and look, she put it on me, but she disrespected me in the most odd way I've ever been disrespected. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, look, I have never, I've never in my life been challenged, disrespected, and didn't realize it till the third time through. I'm going to go ahead. You, you go ahead. You. Oh, um, maybe maybe you didn't understand. I would like... Welcome to the Dyrdek Machine. Welcome to the Dyrdek Machine family. I would, of course, love you to go first. You go. Um, Maybe you didn't understand me. Uh, This is ladies first situation. You. Oh. Oh, it's it's mine. I almost like airballed it because I was like so emasculated. Like, oh, no.
2: oh,
0: Oh, you're right. I should go. Um, but I have to be 100% honest with you I was out to beat you.
2: I heard through the grapevine.
0: Yeah, it, it's like I I didn't come here this year to like get second place. I didn't yeah. I didn't and I felt and I thought to myself like no, you don't want to take her out. And it's like no, you have yeah, to you do. buckle down, get the spirit and it didn't work. It's that <laughs> that, that 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 shooter's arm yeah. that never goes away. Yeah. Always. Okay, so look, I, I let's get into just sort of like, what led you guys to creating this concept and and what the vision for it is? Like, like, just lay out for me, like, what was the very first time where you're like, hey, here's the opportunity and this is what we should do? Like, how did you discover that? And then what was the process of deciding that you wanted to do an adaptogenic beauty brand? Cool.
1: So, my dad died February 17th, 2018. God bless his soul. Um, he had a massive heart attack in his sleep, and he was only 54. And so, as a way to cope and my own form of therapy, I started making body butters in my fucking kitchen. And they had like the shimmer to them, they were all natural, um, organic ingredients, and people were like, I want that. I was only making them for myself. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. I'll sell him for 20 bucks. And then I was like, this is not sustainable. Like I'm spending more money than I'm making, but I love the name. So Dion was his middle name and Libra was his Zodiac sign. And, and so I, why,
0: why did you, what, but at what point did you decide like, like that I wanted to add the Zodiac sign to his name? You know what I mean? Like what, what was the genesis of that? Just on the way it sounded together? Like.
1: To be honest, Dion, it's, I have a cousin named Dion, she's a woman, but Dion was so masculine because he spells it D E O N. And I was like, if I make this, it's gonna sound like a male skincare brand. And so, like, I'm big into energy and, like, I read my horoscope every day. And so, like, She's a Virgo. I'm a like, Beyonce bitch. Oh, yes. Um, Dion Virgo sounded ugly to me. And so I was like, well, if this is about him and stemmed from my loss of him, like, what does that look like? And so I started playing with like different names and I was like, oh, this isn't cute. And then I like was like Dion Libra. And I stuck with it. Like I didn't even tell Brit for like a month. I think I told my best friend at the time, this is what I think I want to use. And she was like, I love that. And then she texted me like a week later and she was like Dev, I really love that, and so I was like Dion Libra. So I finally shared it with Britt, and she was like, "I love it." And then I shared it with my mom, who thinks my second brand is going to be Denise Capricorn because that's her middle <laughs> name and her zodiac sign. Oh man, which just, is so hey, ugly. Hey, Sorry, Bobby. Hey, <laughs> hey, Denise Capricorn
0: just doesn't hit. No,
1: it just, does <laughs> not hit. She's like, "When's Denise Capricorn launching?" I'm like, "Okay, sis." Oh
0: man. But like, it
1: worked, and the more i shared it with people before i started making anything it was like i really like that like it's nothing like anything out there it doesn't run me the wrong way it doesn't feel too feminine or too masculine like i think it's perfect and so like i started putting like little drops of things out there like i got the instagram handle and all those things and as i started to build it they're like dion libra just like rolls off the tongue And so I was like, I'm going to stick with it. Like it's a way to honor daddy. It's a way to like have my own therapeutic moments as I grieve. The business that I was running at the time just wasn't sustainable because I wasn't in it for business. I was in it for therapy and for healing. And so I told Britt, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this name, but I'm going to hold on to it. And when the right time comes and like something hits me, that's what I'm going to use it for. And so when dad died, we found out his heart attack was stress induced. And so for me, I'm high anxiety. I'm high stress. I cry over everything and when my dad died like I just went to shit like I cried over everything I lost a shit ton of weight I just wasn't healthy and everybody's like go see a psychiatrist and I'm like sis I'm not trying to pop Xanax every day like just to make it so I started reaching for natural solutions to deal with my own stress and like my own broken heart and my own grief and I like stumbled upon adaptogens reading and I was like this sounds kind of cool like I bet you that shit doesn't work but like let me try it And so I ordered ashwagandha, like the most basic adaptogen there is on the market. And I started adding it to tea. And it was like right, I think right before we were on lockdown for COVID. Um, And so I realized like I was sleeping through the night. My dad died in 2018. This was probably beginning of 2020 i had not slept probably more than four hours for real for real consistently like and
0: just days. off of like wake up in the middle of the night then can't go to sleep can't, like, go to can't sleep. get to sleep then when you fall asleep you can't stay asleep can't stay asleep
1: like there's been nights where i've been so tired and i've been up for 48 hours straight and like i'll wake brit up in the middle of the night and i'm just crying because i cannot sleep six melatonin like have a drink everything and i just couldn't sleep Yep. And then for the first time, like I had relief and it was from drinking this powdered plant that was putting me to sleep. And so I looked at her and I was like, I think this shit is working. Like I'm sleeping. Like little things aren't stressing me out. I'm not crying as often. Maybe we should explore this. So, like, I bought all the adaptogen books and then I just started ordering single ingredient adaptogens on my own and like mixing things. And I looked at her and I was like, I know you're like into CrossFit and you're into fitness and you're into supplements, but like this is working for me and it's like changing my mental health and my relationship with my body and my skin health. Like, maybe you should look at this. And I was like, there's adaptogens for athletes. Sorry. Um, So, you should try it and so she was like fine I'll try it like we're on lockdown let's do it and after a while I came off of coffee I think that was the biggest thing
0: oh really no you just because you would drink it in the morning I was drinking in the
2: morning Um, I was drinking like three four cups a day because it was taste for me at that point it was the caffeine it just wasn't working but I enjoyed the taste Um, and so I was drinking that and I couldn't go to CrossFit because it was COVID the gym was closed and so I wasn't taking anything at the time.
0: What did you do? I, I know do you. Shit. Look, That's I know true. you were in the garage. Bar, I, I mean, like I you was were in pound the
1: car. from the <sighs> <Jimmy>. <sighs> yeah. She's standing yeah. Man, in front I did. of the window. I don't.
0: I don't even know you well enough to make that it's it's an assumption, right. and it's I knew it immediately. I did.
2: I did some. I did some, but I I did slack off a lot. It was COVID, you know. It was time where you know a lot of people didn't get the opportunity to just settle down for a moment, and then I didn't feel obligated to.
0: But did you? Is that what led you guys to want to be able to? make the brand inside and out and and like so that like you could could it could be part of the morning routine Mm -hmm. and what you did and part of the skin routine because at what point did you then take the adaptogen from from the teas and using it in the morning to getting it to the serum type stuff
1: for me like I had consulted in beauty for so long like I built this Community on my own called like Glossier Brown for Glossier, and like I'd done a ton of things with them and a few other beauty startups. And I just really got tired of like trying to make them do things for Black people. Um, I feel like every time Black people are included in a beauty brand, it's an afterthought. So like, there's thirty shades of peach foundation, and I'm like supposed to choose from five, and they all look like oompa loopa shades. Yeah. Um, and then when there's, it's for real. And then when there's skincare uh. made for us, it's like. All of the marketing and like branding is like super African and like, oh, like, does this look ethnic enough? And so when I realized I wasn't shopping anything created by people that look like me um, that I actually wanted to use, I looked at Brit and I was like, I think I have an idea for Dion Libra. Like I can take my passion and my experience and like building beauty brands with my love for adaptogens and like how it's changing lives and put those together. And so as I continued to research adaptogens, I realized like... 90% of disease and illness is stress induced, but nobody's teaching that to people, especially black people. Um, And so the more I started to research, I came across the sleep study and it basically like had black bodies and white bodies in it. And they just watched these people sleep. And then they followed like their blood pressure and their heart rates. And when I was reading the study, it said that when black people go to sleep, their blood pressure does not drop like it's supposed to, like their white counterparts. So even when black people are sleeping, they are not actually at rest just because of the things we deal with, like whether you call it like police brutality or whatever, or seeing people that look like us getting shot on television all the time. And so I was like, holy fuck, like this is deeper than just like wanting to go to sleep and having good skin. Like we are not resting at all. So like the two years of not sleeping and being asleep for four hours or like not sleeping for two days in a row made more sense. It wasn't just that I lost my dad. I look at people that look like me get shot on television and Instagram every day. I look at people that look like me get arrested for an ounce of weed and they have like life sentences. And so it was more than just like, oh, I lost my dad. I can't sleep. And so I was like, I want to do beauty. That's my thing. But this has to mean more than like, oh, you'll have great fucking skin. And so as I started to read more and more about adaptogens, I came across something that told me like if you basically manage your cortisol levels, like the skin conditions we have from acne, I have body acne, I have eczema, will flare up a lot less. So what I stopped using what I stopped doing was using my topical products to treat my body acne and my eczema and just consuming adaptogens. And my skin had been the best it had been in years and I wasn't using anything topically. So I was like, okay, this is not a myth. This shit actually works. And so I looked at her and I was like, I know I said I wanted to do skincare for black people, but like, what if we start from the inside out? Like, what if we look at this and say, maybe it's not to just like put a product out and say, oh, buy my shit because I used to do this. What if we start from manage your stress and then anything you use topically, whether it's my product or somebody else's will work a lot better for you and be a lot more effective. And so she was like, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. She was like a lot of people, you know, like me, I'm a product whore. Like I'll go to Sephora and drop $100 on a serum that only works for two days. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't work. I'm going to buy another one. Um, And so I think a lot of people have that habit because we live in a fast-paced environment and like I need my skin to be perfect now. But if you were managing the root cause of your skin concerns, you wouldn't have to buy 90 serums or 30 different cleansers. If you get to the root issue, which is the stress everything you put on your body will be more effective.
0: And look, like there's a lot to that too, right? Because it's like, you know, and it's kind of like what I love about creating the content. And hey, this is how I, we we're researching, looking, seeing how people are dealing with stress, different products that can help, whatever, that you can help reduce stress. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, like it's still your mind generating it. Right, and so like you, you've got to create the the input, the stress points that that you basically fill it with. That you also have to work on 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 the same factor. And I just wondered, like, are there other things beyond like the products and the way that you guys look or talk to each other about how you uh, deal with stress and how you're going to promote how to deal with stress better? Because again, like we said, you're talking about Someone that's already prone to stress, mm-hmm. who is do- doing a stress less, care more brand, mm-hmm. uh, that is a startup. That is naturally the most stressful, hardcore, stress inducing thing that you can actually do is be a CEO of a startup. You this know?
1: is the most horrible, best decision I've ever made <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and it's
0: like, how do you? Because I'll, I'll tell you, like, you know what? What I did, I didn't understand stress, right. you know, five six years ago until I started just asking myself every day, I just rated how I felt about my life zero to 10. Life, work and health. I just asked myself, how do I feel about my life? And five neutral, six and above, I was hopeful. Four and below, I looked at the world half empty, right? I hate everything, why did I buy this couch? Should have never spent the money on this Ferrari. Uh, you know, some some rich person problem.
1: I was about to say that sounds you know, like a rich person problem. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> and, but it gave
0: me this insight because what I realized is like, wow, there's actually the same few things keep stressing me out. And I, I began to eliminate them, you know what I mean? And eventually got to a place where I used that technique that basically eliminated almost like any stuck stress to where I'm – basically now only take incoming stress that i can try to handle rather than stress as that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back right. but you know I, I just wonder like do you guys meditate do you uh like if you're feeling extra that anxiety kick in like what do you what are the techniques that you do to even try to reduce that for yourself
1: so i think we should take it a step back a little bit um One thing we always talk about, like when we talk about creating content for Dion Libra, is that wellness is very white, it's very feminine, and it's very skinny. And so, nine times out of 10, like if I ask somebody that looks like me, like, what is your wellness routine? And they're like, bitch, I don't do yoga, like, I don't meditate. And I'm like, okay, like that doesn't necessarily equate to wellness. Like, wellness looks different for you, it looks different for me, it looks different for Britain. We live in the same house. And so, for me, um, I use the Calm app all the time, it's like my BFF. And so one thing I do every morning now is like when I wake up, the first thing I do is open the Calm app. I'm guilty for rolling over, not going to pee, not brushing my teeth and like answering emails and text messages. And so I had to make it a point in order to like enjoy at least the first 15 minutes of my day. I'm not responding to anybody. Like I don't give a shit if the world is burning down like that first 15 minutes is for me. And so I've started opening the Calm app and like going to the the little gratitude tab. And I write out the first three things that I feel like I'm grateful for in that moment. It's as simple. Sometimes it's like my blanket, like bitch, it's cold. It's winter. It's like 40 (laughs) degrees. And like, sometimes it's my blanket. The other day it was, I think it was the day after Thanksgiving. And I was like devastated because like, Thanksgiving was like my dad's favorite holiday. And so sometimes it's like for the air in my lungs because like I get to breathe and like he doesn't even get to feel the coldness of the air outside right now. And so learning to like take time to say like what I am grateful for made me realize like all the shit that stresses me out. It's like not even that serious because that night like either it's going to be fixed by the time I lay down or it's it's not not, and I'm going to move on. And then like Brit, like she's an early riser. I will work all through the night. Like that's when my most creative moments happen. And so I've had to learn to like, let go, like society says, like, if you're going to be CEO, you need to be up before four am, you need to do this, you need to do that. I was up at 4am but I was working when you were sleeping and so I'm going to go to sleep at 4 and I'm going to get up at 9 yeah, or 10 and then I'll sure. carry on with my day and so realizing like what wellness looks like for me doesn't have to look like what it looks like for everybody else it's kind of what helps me stay a little less stressed because like Brits are CrossFitter bitch I'm not doing what do you call those kettlebell <laughs> swings and all that shit I don't she's like that a, shit
0: she's just kettlebell swinging on getting up at 4 and
1: oh, they do the oh, ugliest oh. burpees I've ever seen like you slam <laughs> your, birdie, your, your, your birdie your body (laughs) on the dirty ass ground it's just horrible and so like around 7 o'clock at night like I don't care what I'm doing I don't care if my phone is going crazy like I'm gonna do yoga And that's my thing. And so Britt will either go in another room or she'll leave the house and I'll have like at least an hour to practice by myself. And so I just find pockets like you don't have much time when you're running a startup, but you find pockets to like make it work for you. And it's been really hard because I feel like I used to be a huge people pleaser. And so it's like I'll take time from myself. To do for the company or to do for Brit or if it was you to do for you and then i'm the one up at midnight crying because like I didn't get to do yoga today And i'm losing my mind Mm -hmm. And so being intentional about like none of this shit works. There's not another idea another product Another blog post on the site that gets created if i'm not well And so i've learned to be intentional about that.
0: Yeah, look and I think that's you know uh, not only did I track that qualitative data, I then rate how motivated I am every single day, yeah. zero to ten. Then I rate the quality of my sleep. Then I track every day, did I get see, I'm an early riser. I track, did I get up at five? Did I brain train? Did I meditate? Did I get in the gym? Did I not drink? Did I eat clean? And that's my rhythm. It's right perfect. the same way. And but but by by gamifying it. Right. And like putting stats to it to see how much I and then having my qualitative like how do I feel numbers and see that when I'm super consistent with all that that the wellness side of it, how it affects the quality of my mental health Mm -hmm. and overall health is is my version of what yours is. It's just a different rhythm. And it is it's in the same way that, you know, like where. You know when you do it and do it cons- consistent, you feel better about you, your work's better and all that, right? And and to me um, then it becomes the habit, becomes the way of life and how you live rather than like you're constantly oh I gotta do this to feel better rather than building a lifestyle that's ultimately meant for you to feel your very best as often as possible, you know? And 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 to me it's like Sharing that, you know, and being the voice of that is, like, where you're going to create the community. You're going to, like, and being, like, the the life coach as part of the brand. Because I love – I think another thing in the initial pitch, too, was that you're going to, like, put the education first, then the product, you know, and and, which is, again, it just matters because the more people – you know that hear how you do it their version might be different they might be slapping the dirty floor doing some burpees (sighs) but they're gonna they're going to see like oh there is value in me creating this rhythm and 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 this wellness side that does deliver on the mental health side and help reduce stress uh altogether you know because especially running running and building a company because what what as first-time entrepreneurs, what are we facing? A giant chasm that yeah. we can't even see across, right. right? Because I think one of the tough things that we're going to go through as a group is that you're going to learn how much you didn't understand mm-hmm. in like a year. It'll yeah. be like, wow, right. this is like, you know, it's it's almost like the, the path— it's, it's almost the, the same cycle for anything you ever do in life, whether it's a new job, new relationship, there's a discovery phase, like, oh, I want to do this. I'm making butters. I Oh, I got the name. Like, then it's like, right. uh, then you come up with the idea. It's the diligence phase. You begin to design it and build it. Then it's like, no, I really want to do this. Then now you make the deck. You get the 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 product design. You understand the entire thing, the vision for it. Now the phase that we're in here now is the launch phase right and it's still exciting and fun and like trying to find the 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 right operating partner and knowing like like who's going to be the manufacturer and get all that stuff in order and like oh let's get this thing out in the spring and bring it a lot yeah. it's still fun phase we're flying out to la for the do or die foundation playing speed hole oh it's not as bad as i thought we're getting it cooking all. <laughs> we're getting it all that you know it's like it's like next year when that 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 when the company becomes alive and is given to the world, it's going to be the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Now it'll the second most exciting to seeing that beautiful product for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause when you see that actual beautiful, beautifully designed product in your hand, when you pull it out of the box, it's like, Oh, you feel like this is my baby. I birthed yeah. it. You know, it's like that powerful. Then the, the launch is the most exciting Then it's like, then the work begins. And then it's like, then it's like the, the whole world of like, it becomes the chaos ensues. The difference is, is it's like the everyday matters. Cause every day is another sale. Every day is another opportunity. Right. Where right now it's still that building and trying to get to like the actual product launch that we're in the, the middle of. God, it's, and I love it all. This <laughs> isn't even like talking through it, like thinking about it. I'm like, Oh, it's on now. Yeah, right I started up. getting all like fired up. Yeah. Uh, but you guys will learn so much by the end of next year. It's going to be like, wow, like this is like, what, Dope. what, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's like that. And, In every business that I've ever created, how it was with this podcast, how it is with television shows, any creation that you're going and building, you really discover how much um, you actually have to learn to make it successful after the first year of like Mm -hmm. actually doing it, you know, and because it's so complex, especially when like you're you just haven't had the experience of going through all of the things that happen during running a business, hiring people, managing like the supply chain, and ultimately, um, you know, all aspects of the product, the marketing, and the sales, right? right? right. Because your soul gets tied to the sales in the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's really about using your story and like everything that you have building up to that launch date. So that, like, you know, that the world is like ready to support you and support this concept because it's going to help so many people on top of uh, making them feel better and look better the we same were. way. You know, yeah. I'm getting fired up. I'm over here Say, I'm over here, I'm over here being a sales guy. We have our yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, and that'll just be me. Okay, anyway, I gotta go. I'll see you guys next week. But what is your, your guys' sort of biggest fear? And what is what keeps you up at night as it's related to to the company as as it's being built right now?
1: Ooh, I think for me is like when you talk about like the deck and the branding. I think I think Nimi asked me this yesterday. She was like, "Did nice people do your deck?" And I was like, "No, girl, I did my deck in Canva." And so I think because so much of like my being and my soul is like ingrained in what the brand looks like and what it feels like in. All of the research i conducted like i did all of my research on like instagram stories right. mm-hmm. and i took polls and i did surveys and let people ask questions because like sending a survey on like google forums or survey monkey doesn't get as much traction and so when i realized like if i post this on my story people will respond i was like oh this is what i'm going to use and this is how i'm going to figure out how to build the brand um, but i think because so much of me is a part of like what i'm building like if this shit does not fly Like, I feel like not that it will kill me, but it'll almost kill me because I didn't build this because I was like, oh, I just want to be a CEO. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I don't care, but like the title doesn't fucking matter to me. I'm building this because like I look at people like me die every day because of fucking stress. Um, And I take my adaptogens every day. But like my mom had no clue what the fuck an adaptogen was. And so for me to be able to educate and teach people, like that's the biggest thing for me. Of course, I want you to run my product. Of course, I want to make a ton of money one day. But it's not about that. It's if people don't grasp the concept and that I'm literally trying to save your life in the long run, um, I think that will break me because that's why I built this company, just to save lives. Like the skin's great. But if you're not dealing with the stress inside, then you're fucked anyway.
0: Yeah. And, and look, and I, I don't think you should fear that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think you should fear that. Like I'm, you know, cause, cause even as, as, as you say it, I think to myself, like, nah, don't, don't fear that. Like, like, and you, and you got to build the belief in you that that's uh, not something you need to fear. Right. Because I, you, I could tell you that because I'm, um, wouldn't have committed so much capital right, and resources that. and want to yeah. do this with you if i didn't think that that wasn't even a possibility right, right? because yeah, i believe right. so much in the vision and you guys and ultimately even the passion and the way that you're saying it is why um you're going to win and and that is not something that you ultimately um need to worry about now uh easy for me to say you know Very I mean? easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <to say>. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because I am not the one feeling it, and, right. and, and, yeah. and I know that that anchor in, in, a, in a, is going to be heavy on you yeah. until the the world shows you, hey, you are you are helping me. You are you are we're showing loyalty by buying the product and supporting the mission. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where that belief like builds over time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and to me, you know. It's why it's so important that that passion and that story be pulled and content and be part of the launch and be part of like like how you're communicating with that uh community on a nonstop basis and learning together and sh- and sharing what's working and what's not working and all of that is the is the way that 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 not only are you gonna change lives but then have a cohort of people where they're all helping each other eventually it's at at once it gets to scale you know what i mean and and how you can share that the vision for how everything is um but i but i think there's no way around that sort of you know fear as it sits right now right and again because it's like you go to the launch and there's been you know we you know we've had many companies where it's like you know launched crickets you know what I mean and like and so for us it's like um, we'll be so on of like what do we content 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 story story press 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 you know so that like there's it you build up the momentum start building the community so you can immediately start showing that it's working from the jump because it gives you it gives you the relief and allows you to begin to build the belief right. uh, in what you're creating as you begin to adapt it and, and evolve it as it begins to come alive, you know, cause you just never fully understand what it is as a company until it's like living and breathing, you know, yeah. because yeah. it does grow like anything else, you know? And so, you know, for me, um, you know, these, these, um, these times are exciting. You know, I literally, I can't wait to see the bottle itself, you know, because I think even how you got the design and the process that you went through to like find the designer, um, You could tell me that again, like, like what was the process for you to actually get the designer? So tell me, tell me the story again.
1: So I applied for the Glossier grant. So they've decided after like the George Floyd incident they decided to commit money to helping black beauty businesses and I looked at her and I was like should I apply like a million people apply all the time and she was like, like what do you have to lose like you have everything to lose if you don't apply and so I was like great like everybody's just going to submit an application a lot of these brands already exist in the world like I only exist in my head at this point and so I was like what do we do to set ourselves apart I was like we're just going to build a pitch deck I had never created a deck in my fucking life um, and I built what you saw but I was like, something's missing. And I said, you know what? Like, I know what I want my packaging to look like and feel like I need to find somebody to like make me a 3D rendering. And so I described it as you see it to her. I was like, it has to have a ball on the top and it's going to be red and it's going to be sexy and it's going to be like non-binary, like all of these things. And so I reached out to the guy who um, I think he does like Kylie Skin. And I'd been following him for a while. He's a packaging designer. Hey, Chris. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'm applying for a grant. What is your, like, what's your rate to just do like a 3D rendering for me to put in my pitch deck? And like, I think you reached out to him. And I reached out to Chris and the quote was $24,000. It was like $24,000. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, oh, out. This is out my vagina, your vagina, oh. everybody. I said, oh. let's, let's go to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's extract. But I asked, re- that's wow. you know was, what we're looking for? She was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. And I was like, I'm going to email him. So I reached out personally and I said, I really just need this for my pitch deck. And he was like, I've been following you for a while too. Um, I'm just going to charge you my day rate. And I think he charged me like $1,200 to create a rendering for me to put in my pitch deck. And out of like 10,000 applicants, we were like one of 16 and we won the grant. Yeah. And I know for a fact it was just taking the extra step of like, okay, this doesn't exist. You can't order it and try it if you want to, but like I need to make it feel as real as possible. And so like just asking, I'm, I've learned from Brit, like you always ask, like what's the worst anybody can say is mm-hmm. fucking no. And I'm like big on like being too scared to ask. I'm like learning to overcome that. And so I asked and he was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. He's like, when do you need it? And I was like, a week and a half. (laughs) And he was like, don't worry about it. I'll make sure you have it. And then he sent me like 30 variations. Oh, wow. And I sobbed because it looked like exactly what I saw in my yeah, head. Yeah. And he was like, are you sure there's nothing you want me to tweak? And I was like, no, like this is the one. It's the perfect red. It has the ball. It has the collar. Like this is what I saw. And he was like, all right, cool. Like as long as you're happy. And he sent it to me and like I went on my merry little way. And yeah. even
2: with coloring, like he was he was because he designed the renderings he was like i'm afraid of this red he did say that in the beginning oh, being good. in the oh. world he said oh, red okay. could look really cheap it doesn't and look locked. she said yeah. we're going to do matte but we're going to keep red yeah. either you're going to do it or somebody I'm else is going to do it but we're going to, to do red and i think he i think he said it was one of the
1: first red packaging he would ever seen that was like yes cuz like, he did I red cream and he did a red bottle a cream bottle a black bottle bottle. and then there was variations of all of them and he was like this is the first red packaging i've ever seen that i was like holy shit i want to buy it and he was like he said he's like i was wrong he's like you're right about the red let's do it and that was intentional because when i did the instagram surveys and i was like trying to build dion libra just in-house um i would post colors every day greens browns blues like all the random like basic wellness colors And then I was like, that shit's so boring. It's not me. I'm going to have a hard time building something that doesn't feel at least a little bit like me. And so I put red up there one day and I had a bunch of survey responses and when I put red up there, white people were like, it makes me feel scared, endangered, <laughs> <laughs> fearful, oh, afraid. Man. It's like a power color. But it's black like, people what? were like, like, I feel powerful. Sexy. I feel bold. I feel sexy. Here, right. Like, <laughs> everything like it was just so positive from people oh, in my man. community. So I was like, fuck that. Like if white people feel scared, like, sis, that's on you. But my people feel sexy, right. empowered, powerful, intelligent. So we're going with red. And ever since that day, like I stuck to it. I I was like it doesn't matter if like a retailer came to me and were like, "Are you sure about the red?" I don't give a fuck. We're going with red. This is how that color makes my people feel. Yeah,
0: and, and look, I'm you know, I you know, this is nothing to 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 my whiteness or my my white <laughs> friends, but I it I it was to me another like that story. Along with the way it looks, it it grabs you right off the page. It's why you won the contest, you know, or got to the top of the contest. You are right, but that it's that do or die or that. That like grit, ambition, fortitude, that going that extra level to like, no, forget that. Won't be denied. Let me get there. Let me just, this is what I need it for. And then it's when you know the creative source that you're asking for can deliver the vision that you have in your head, which is another intuitive um, skill of creation and creating something special that you have naturally that is shown to to someone like me that lives and breathes in the nuance of someone's capability to drive an idea uh, forward into the future from a vision you know like to me that truly proved like your ability to to create your own destiny you know what i mean and is like you know the the one of the things that matters the most to me as it relates to why I believe so much and what you guys are going to be able to do you know what I mean so I just um am thankful uh that I get to be a part of it you know what I mean like you know I uh, uh obviously do not know Joseph Dion McGee <laughs> um but I'm You know from just the one video you guys sent me it's like it's like it's like i know his spirit i know his spirit is in you and and i'm as as you saying you are basically the female version of him literally uh you know that it's like i feel like i feel him in every conversation and 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 your ambition and desire and really really um know that he um, in my opinion, plays has played a part in us coming together and ultimately oh, ultimately overseeing the success um, in the journey of not only you know building an amazing brand but fulfilling you personally and ultimately getting this to a place where it is your joy and your energy and your fulfillment and not a a form of stress long term, you know. So it's a pleasure To to be in business with both you guys And I look forward to um, Bringing this whole thing alive You know what I mean
1: Thank you. I always say in the most non-fucked up way Losing daddy God I feel like I'm about to cry Is one of the best things that ever happened to me Because I feel like because I was a daddy's girl And if you want to call it kept And I was a princess and I went to private school my whole life And it was like if I fuck this up daddy will take care of it like I had to learn to stand on my own two feet. I'm also the oldest, um, and I didn't have a passion. Like my dad went to Harvard Business School and thought like I was going to go to HBS too, and I'm like that's just not for me, bro. Like I'm not about to do this. I went to college for four years already. (laughs) And he was like, no, like you want to make money. Like that's what you have to do. But I also have to remember my dad was born in 63. And so the black men that he saw make money were all athletes. And then he met somebody, I think my aunt was dating a, a black guy who went to HBS and it was the first man he saw make a lot of money that wasn't catching a fucking ball. Yeah. And so in his eyes, in the era he grew up, that was the only way to make money. Like you have to go to the most elite business school and that's the only way you're going to do it. And when I lost him, I was like, I'm not going to be miserable anymore. Like he was 50 fucking four and I was with him literally like 10 hours before he died and he was fine. Yeah. And I woke up and he was gone. And so I always say like, that is one of the best things that happened to me because like I found my passion. It's not about me. Like my mom used to be like, you're so vain, but that's your fault. You created me, whatever. <laughs> um, but I found my drive and like a way to care for other people, um, that wasn't about vanity and it was about living. Fifty-four is relatively young. Uh, my grandmother, really young. My, my grandmother, my dad's mom, just turned ninety. She's buried four of her eight children in her lifetime. That's crazy. In both of her husbands, and so when I lost him. I made it my duty to do everything I can to just fucking live. So if that meant like today I'm going to walk around butt naked and eat fucking icing out of the jar, like that's living today. (laughs) If that meant like I'm going to spend the next five years of my life grinding to build something that I really think could be life changing for people that look like me, like that's living today. Um and I've been very intentional about that. So it hurts to say like, Oh, my dad dying's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. But it's true because I don't think I would have ever flown if he was still here because I would have always yeah. had a crutch. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well look, let's let's go. Let's go make this thing big for him, man, really. Um yeah, it's oh man, I almost made me cry right there. Uh, I almost man. cried
1: too, but we kept it
0: together. I love the idea that you don't end up crying and I do. <laughs> <laughs> well look, an absolute pleasure. Um, let the journey begin, man. Let's it.
2: let it begin.
0: Okay. Let's do it. Uh that is it for another episode of Build With Rob with our latest and greatest Doer Dire partners. Britton and Dev and, and Dion Libra coming out in the spring and, and can't wait for it to come alive. As usual, wherever you listen to podcasts, like and subscribe. You want to be a part of the machine, join the machinist. You know what I mean? You want to be on this show, go to the website, and pitch us an idea. You might be on this show. Shoot, you might end up being a partner with us one day. Uh, and look, you know, as I like to say, fresh off of the Do or Die Foundation, um... Uh, released last night uh, the the world premiere of our foundation see it believe it do it you gotta have a vision you gotta build a plan that you believe in, and then you have to really put in the work for it to actually come alive everybody if you want to achieve your dreams see it believe it do it till next time it's your boy rock